Hey, welcome to the Sneaky Place podcast presented by JokerMag.com, the home of the underdog. Welcome back to another week of Sneaky Plays. I'm joined tonight only by one person of our trio. Uh, Tino is out for the week. I'm here with Chris Morris, though. Morris, how you doing? I'm good, sir. How we doing? Both of our teams are uh, in the shitter right now, but uh, I'm excited that it's Thanksgiving week. Love Thanksgiving. You know, lots of family, lots of food, lots of football. Lots of college basketball. Seton Hall. Seton Hall, there you go. Nova, yeah. the, uh, there's some tournament. I forget which one of those they lost the other day to, to Baylor to add insult to injury to the Eagles loss. And <laughs> Sixers coupling that up with a classic Sixer loss last night. And Joel Embiid going scoreless in NBA games. Something I never thought I'd see happen, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about uh, our sneaky plays of the week. And uh, I guess that excites me. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just going to say – at eight and three, I'm very happy where the Packers are, uh, even after that embarrassing loss. I mean, it was so bad. Thank God I don't play in the state of California the rest of the year. Mm. Uh, hopefully, they don't have to play in the state of California come the playoffs because yeah, it's not been kind to you. <laughs> Just be a nice heartbreaking January. Right. I thought I thought we were over <laughs> this, but anyways. So this week we have a little special for you, listeners. We have we're going to break down the Sunday games first. And then we're going to go into the three Thanksgiving games. So Thanksgiving games are Bears-Lions, which should be a doozy considering Jeff Driscoll is not playing or might not play. Then we got – Oh, that's right. Yeah, Jeff the, oh God. Yeah. Then we got the Cowboys-Bills, and then the night game will cap it off with Saints-Falcons, which seems to be the Thanksgiving game, night game almost every year now. Yeah, but, seriously. <laughs> Why is that a yearly tradition? I feel like that wasn't a good game last year either. And it was not. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm puzzled by that one. But for those three games, we'll bring you captain's mode. But we'll start it off with the quarterbacks for, what is this, week 13, 14? 13. I don't even Unbelievable. Know. Week 13. So week 13 quarterbacks. Morris, anybody you have your eye on this week well ironic that i pick this man this week considering that my team's quarterback is in a rut that i don't know if i've ever seen a philadelphia quarterback in before i am going to go with my former savior and hero big dick nick nick Foles, 5700 going against the tampa bay buccaneers who we know have been one of the worst pass defenses in football this year Foles has actually played pretty well um, he had good numbers against the against the Colts two weeks ago. 
296 yards, two touchdowns, did throw a pick, but ended up with 18.8 fantasy points. Last week, good yardage, too, 272, just no touchdowns. Didn't turn the ball over either. Um, I mean, they're just, they've just gotten smacked in both of the games that he came back from. Um, their defense has been god-awful. Um, 33 points to the Colts two weeks ago. They got run all over. 42 points to Tannehill and the Titans last week. They got thrown all over the place. So, I mean, it really hasn't been his fault. He's actually looked pretty good. I was able to see some of that came on red zone on Sunday, and he looked pretty sharp. Just, you know, his team gave him no chance, and he was out of, you know, they were out of the game basically the second it started. Um, but I like his matchup this week, going back home. Um, Trevor Bay, we know their past defense has been suspect at best. Um, and the Jags, I mean, they do have good receivers. Um, and I think against that secondary, DJ Chark and Westbrook and Chris Conley and those guys are going to be able to get, you know, they're going to be able to create space, get open, make some plays down the field. Um, and I love the way Foles has looked. I think at 5,700, it's, uh, it's a pretty good bargain, too. Um, not some of the heavily priced QBs this week. Um, it's actually a little bit heavily, you know, more priced than you would think. Only 100 bucks behind my guy, Carson Wentz. Same price as Tannehill actually priced higher than Garoppolo who's playing against Baltimore. Um, but I love the matchup this week. And I think he's looked pretty sharp and kind of under the radar because, you know, their team's terrible, but I do like the way he's looked and I like his matchup this week. Yeah. I do like that pick. Uh, Nick Foles, he hasn't really gotten it started yet since he's been back, but I expect this to be kind of a get right week going up against the Buccaneers who just let up tons of yards through the air. So I would expect Nick Foles to kind of go off this week. <coughs> My pick uh, is Kyle Allen at 5,500. For me, going up against the Redskins, I know the Lions lost to them last week. Uh, Jeff Driscoll didn't have the greatest game. I know we were in, we picked him, but uh, Kyle Allen's shown it all year that he can throw the ball. Um, he had that one bad game two weeks ago against the Falcons, but he had a good game last week. I mean, 24 fantasy points or whatnot. And I expect him to have just about that, if not more, going up against the Redskins this week and that awful, awful defense. Yeah, I like that pick too. Um, he's been, yeah, like you said, he's been pretty solid this year, um, except for the one week, a couple weeks ago against Atlanta where he threw like four picks, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, that was ugly. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, he rebounded great last week. Um, 23 fantasy points, 256 yards, three touchdowns down in New Orleans. Um, and, New, you know, New Orleans' defense has been pretty good this year too, especially at home. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think definitely, you know, playing at home this week against Washington. Um, I mean, I don't know if you saw Josh Norman didn't even, didn't even get benched, I think on defense last week and, <laughs> and lined up on, on special teams and on like the, the, uh, the field goal block team and like, didn't even rush out of, uh, out of protest, I guess. Jeez. Just I did there. not, I did not oh. see that. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty bad. Yeah, No, it was great. It was hilarious. Between that uh, and Dwayne Haskins missing the last. Yeah. Right. Oh God. Dwayne Haskins. That was, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to play the kid too much, but that's just epitomizes the Redskins franchise. You just can't do that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. So yeah, I like the matchup. Um, good price too, 5,500. Um, I don't think that he'll throw up another another home clunker this week, especially going up against the Lily defense. Um, and yeah, and outside of a couple a couple weeks here and there, he's been generally pretty steady and pretty consistent all year. Um, so yeah, I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, so we'll move on to the running backs. Um, I'm looking at it now. I mean, I really haven't done a lot of studying of it for this week, but looking at it now, this might be a little higher priced uh, week to have a running back. And for me, that guy is. Uh, Aaron Jones at 6,800. Oh, the homer pick. <laughs> Gotta have it. 
I mean, I would pick Jamal Williams too. I mean, he's just been going off. It seems like every time yeah, he touches he's good, the ball. Man. But, but the problem is, is that, I mean, he's at forty five hundred. Jamal Williams, ooh, <laughs> going up against wow, the Giants really? defense. Yeah, going up against the Giants defense. I mean, be, that could be a steal. Yeah, I do like that. He's been much better in a passing game, and he runs hard. That's all you can ask for. Uh, but I like so he'll be my second pick. How about that? Uh, but I really do like Aaron Jones this week going up uh, 6,800, going up against the Giants. Um, his defense just isn't good. They give up a lot of points. Shermer's gone. Saquon Barkley can't do anything. I know he plays offensive side of the ball, but it helps them when they keep him in the game. The defensive feels, I feel like, and he's just – there's just nothing going right in in East Rutherford these days no, for, for the New York <laughs> Giants. Uh, and Aaron Jones, he's kind of like – it annoys me the way they use him. I mean, he runs the ball hard, gets yards, he'll catch. I mean, he's, he's single-handedly won a few games for the Packers this year. Uh, but then they don't give him the ball like they did on Sunday night against the 49ers. So I'm expecting him to get the ball tons of touches, especially uh, like I was telling you before, it seems to be some snow and – rain in the uh, forecast this week up here in New Jersey. So those two guys I would expect to run the ball a lot and Aaron Jones at 6,800 and Jamal Williams at 4,500. Yeah. Um, I like the picks. Um, I do agree with you. I think it's a definitely a week to pay up with the running backs. It's kind of hard to find, to find some value picks um, in the middle of the lower tiers. Um, I think Jones will bounce back. He's like we say, he's been really consistent all year. Great matchup to the Giants run defense has been, you know, pretty brutal for a couple years now. Um, it's really no better this year. Um, no touchdowns in either of the last two weeks for Jones too. So I, you know, I would doubt that he goes three straight weeks without a touchdown. I think he'll, he'll certainly find the end zone. Um, this, this is, you know, unlike last week where the Packers were trailing and trailing by double digits and significant margin all week, this should be a game that's, you know, they, they have control of, they have a handle on, they have the lead um, and they look to pound him and, and grind out the ball in the second half. So I do like that pick. Um, my guy actually is on the other side of this game. Someone that you, I guess, don't like this week. Oh, that that don't is say Saquon it. Don't that say is it. Saquon. I know, I know Saquon has, it's the giants. It's Shermer and, you know, these pointless game plans and, you know, his press conferences are hilarious every week where, you know, we battle and we just got to clean some things up and get watch back the to tape. work. Watch, watch the tape. tape. Watch the tape. Watch the tape. See everything we did wrong and don't correct it, I guess. Um, yeah, I mean, the Giants are a joke. Obviously, they're brutal. Um, but I do kind of – I mean, that, if there's one thing that's really wrong with this Packer, you know, this Packer team, it's the rush defense. Yeah, um, it is the rush general, defense. Yeah, and the defense in general has not been very good as of late, especially the rush, the rush defense. Um, and Saquon definitely hasn't looked hasn't looked himself. I don't think since coming back from that ankle injury, that pretty nasty ankle injury that he suffered early in the year. Um, I mean, give him credit. He came back way sooner than expected, but he doesn't look healthy. He doesn't have the same burst and explosion. Um, I wouldn't worry about that as a long-term thing. I think he just kind of needs a, you know, an extended period of time, a full offseason to rest and recover. Um, clearly his numbers have suffered from it. Also, you know, playing with a lackluster team, and a lackluster O-line. But I do like the matchup this week, and I think if there's going to be a game that he goes off with for the rest of the year, it's this week. Um, he is higher priced, so that could be a reason to stay away from him, and he hasn't had the production, so I could get that there. Um, but I do like one other guy, too, um, and he actually plays for my team. Huh. 
maybe the lone bright spot of the offense, honestly. Miles Sanders, um, priced at 5,400. Kid's been good, man. Um, I think he's going to be a really good player. Um, early season struggles, you know, wasn't really hitting the hole too well. Uh, had some fumbling issues, had some issues holding on to the ball, but he's certainly corrected those a lot uh, in recent weeks. The last month or so, he's been great. He doesn't get enough touches, honestly. And when he does touch the ball, it goes well. He had 12 carries, 63 yards last week, three catches, 23 yards. I mean, with the Eagles offense right now, I mean, I don't know what the hell Doug Peterson's doing. I mean, we have no receivers out there. It's a complete preseason group of receivers. I mean, every other running back's heard. Jordan Howard has had like a month-long stinger that who the hell knows when that's going to get any better. Aaron Sproles is out for the year. I mean, all they have is the tight ends, you know, Ertz and Goddard who can't hold the ball and Sanders. Um, so I think this is going to be a heavy Sanders week too, because I don't, I mean, I doubt Jordan Howard's going to be available this week either. From the sounds of it, it doesn't sound great for him right now. Um, and I think, I mean, I would hope that they have a lead in this game and they can salt out the clock, um, and run the ball in the second half, you know, how they did against, against Buffalo earlier in the year, how they did against the Packers actually on that Thursday night game too, mainly with Howard. But, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that could be Sanders because he has looked a lot. I mean, he's looked really, really good, I think, as of late, just passing the eye test. Um, I think he's going to be a good player. And certainly this week, I think, uh, you know, with them lacking a lot, of, a lot of the skill position guys being out, like I just said, I think you gotta, you got to pound the rock with Sanders. Yeah, I, I really like that pick. He's definitely filled in for a guy that I'm really high on, Jordan Howard. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely you me on Howard. I love him now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if you could actually play, it'd be nice. To be I nice know, yeah, it's a bummer that he's, he's but, been hurt. But Miles Sanders has definitely picked up the load and, you know, taken a, more responsibility, and he's done well. Uh, it's kind of, like you said, been the bright spot with the Eagles offense. I mean, Carson Wentz looks like he's done. Oh, God. Oh. Um, these receivers couldn't stay healthy if they were wrapped in a bubble. Uh, just, it's not good. And I'll tell you why I don't like the Saquon pick. It's because I don't know if you've watched recently the games that he's played in. He's afraid to get hit. And yeah, that's one, just felt, he's just not healthy. He's not. Time. No, he's definitely not healthy. He's definitely, he's, I wouldn't even say he's probably 80%. But the problem is if you're going to pick a guy that high, you want to make sure he can, you know, take a hit. Yeah. <laughs> no, he, I feel you. Because those, I mean, just the runs that he was doing where he go into the hole maybe get hit once or twice, but gain six, seven yards are turning into, you know, a yard or two losses because he's afraid to take the hole and he's bouncing back and he's getting tackled. So that's why, you know, if I, at a higher price like that, I don't know if I would take him. Uh, I, I get the, and it has been bad. Uh, this Packers run defense, but I mean, you're, there's other guys. I mean, you can take Le'Veon Bell or Josh Jacobs or just a little bit cheaper for those two. Josh Jacobs. I love, uh, going up against the Chiefs defense should be pretty good too. Yeah, uh, I was thinking that too. But I would say those are a little bit better suggestions than Barkley. But I mean, I could be 100% wrong like I usually am. So, yeah, no, I feel the concern on Barkley. I definitely feel more confidence in the Sanders pick, um, especially for the price too. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of money to pay for Barkley for a guy that hasn't had the production. Um, just, I don't know. I just, I just think, like you said, there, if there's going to be a week that he busts out, it's going to be against this Packer defense. Um, I feel like he'll have one or two good games before the end of the year. Um, and who'd you, who'd you mention? Josh Jacobs. Josh Jacobs. Like, yeah. Yeah. Um, He's running the ball hard. I know. I see the entry. I like Josh Jacobs. I'm not. I don't know. I'm not sure. I like him this week, just for the sole fact that I think that's also going to be 
blowout. I think Kansas City is going to sh- score a shit ton of points on them. <laughs> um, and I think that's going to be a game where they're just, you know, chucking the ball left and right because they're down by a ton the whole game. I don't think that's going to be a type of game where, you know, they can just afford to give the ball to Jacobs 20, 25 times what they want to do. So, that I mean, that's just more a game thing. I, the matchup is good, certainly, if it's, you know, if Oakland's able to play the game at their pace, I think he's definitely a good play a good play because we've seen how bad the KC run defense especially is. Um, just just because how I think that game is gonna go, I wouldn't I wouldn't take Jacobs. Yeah, I I can see that too. Uh you know, that Chiefs defense is it's kinda weird the way it's been this year, you know? Yeah. Something sometimes they give up a ton of points and then other times they look like a stud defense. So let's go on to receivers. Uh, I'll I'll start it off. My first guy is Robert Woods at fifty five hundred. Looked good yesterday. Yeah, and he did look. He did look a, a lone bright spot and <laughs> what's been That's a very definitely a lone bright spot. <laughs> yeah, what was really a rough game yesterday for uh, the Rams out there in L.A. I mean, you play the Ravens. I thought they'd be more competitive. I took the Rams actually at oh, four was, points. Well, that was not smart. I, but, I, hammered, I hammered the Ravens. <laughs> I just thought it would be a little bit different. But, but anyways, Robert Woods. I mean, the the knock against him is, I don't think he has a touchdown this year. Uh, really? Yeah. I'm. I didn't yeah. Know that. He, I'm looking at it right now. He ha- does not have a touchdown, Oof. but he's getting a lot of targets. Um, Brandon Cooks being back in the lineup helps him. Uh, just because it takes away a little bit of pressure from him, because he's the guy who's going to get those short yardage. He's not going to get the big plays, but he's going to get guy. He's a reliable receiver, so you're going to see a lot of targets. He's going to get a bunch of catches and a bunch of yards. But like I said, the one knock against him is he does not have a touchdown yet. But going up against the Cardinals, I like his chances, you know, to rack up the points, whether it's with a touchdown or not. Uh, so at 5,500, I think that's a steal. The next yeah, guy could be. Oh, you got somebody. Oh, yeah, go yeah one more guy. Uh, next guy, I got another guy out of the NFC West, Debo Samuel. This is why it intrigues me. He's a big play receiver. Uh, watching him, I haven't watched any 49ers really uh, until Sunday night. And he only did have two catches, but those two catches resulted in what was it? Touchdown. Yeah. And, no, definitely know, a big play guy. Yeah. And, just watching the Ravens, they like to get after you. Uh, I would assume Marcus Peters is going to be all over Emmanuel Sanders. And I think that gives Debo uh, Samuel a little bit of room to be able to make something happen. You know, you're going, you're going back, you know, going east to Baltimore. We'll see what happens. But I do like his potential. And I think with the way he, where he gets open, it'll pay off a little bit better if, uh, Jimmy G could find him this week uh, going up against the Ravens. Yeah. Um, I probably like the Debo Samuel pick better, honestly, just because <laughs> Woods hasn't found the end zone all year. Um, and that, I mean, uh, that Rams offense, man. I mean, talk about falling. It's so, it's so bad, but it's awful. he's been a bright spot recently. He has been. I just can't, I can't believe how bad they are. I mean, talking about falling, you know, totally, totally a fall from grace. Um, I mean, I can't believe that Goff and McVay have been figured out this quickly and, and harshly. Really, um, they've got you know they've got injuries too and stuff. But geez, I mean, they're they're tough to watch right now. Well, did I tell you? I tell you my theory on just to break away on Sean McVay. Well, what's that? He's leaving to go into the skins. You think so? I think so. Well, he did. Yeah, he was the he was the OC there, right? 
he was, and I think he'll leave because he sees Haskins as a better quarterback opportunity than Jared Goff. Wow. Wow. My, that, would, that would rock the league. You got insider yeah. sources here or something? Is this no, are you dropping hints on sneaky plays, or is that, that just Dom speculating? That's just my conspiracy theory, oh, Dom, talking – well, I he's, hope that's right. Maybe we, we, we'd go viral if that happened. <laughs> we can date back to this, November 26th. Yeah. Yep. I, I have a feeling he's going to the skins. Well, but anyways, that, would, that would certainly be rocking news. Continue um, your uh... – Yeah, my, I just – I don't know. Just, I just don't like the way they've looked. And the Cardinals' defense has actually been a little – they've been a little feisty, a little better recently. Um, and I kind of like them in general in this game just because I don't like where the Rams are at at all. Um so I don't love that pick as much. And I like the Samuel pick better just because he kind of seems like he's he's their big play guy right now. Um, and as good as the Ravens have been recently, um, not even just – I mean, obviously Lamar in that offense is otherworldly right now just on a, on a level that no one else is matching. Um, their defense has been low-key, really, really good over the last month or so too. Um, but Samuel's been coming on, man. Yeah, I mean, last game he had the big catch for a touchdown. Um, the two games before, no touchdowns, but eight for a buck twelve against Seattle, then eight for one thirty-four um, against Arizona. So clearly, he's getting a lot of targets right now too, and he seems like he breaks a big player too every single game. Um, kind of seems like you know him and Emmanuel Sanders. He certainly emerges that number two guy um, behind Sanders, and you know with Kittle back now, um, seems like you know Samuel could be kind of the number one big play guy for this team. Um, the matchup's tough because Baltimore's been so good and, you know, underratedly really good defensively too to go, to go with their offense. Um, but this is a game that I also think that San Fran will probably be trailing in. Um, so I think they're probably going to have to air it out. And, you know, with the amount of targets that Samuel's been getting, clearly he's a more trusted receiver. I think he could end up putting up good numbers even if they're losing. So uh, I, li- I like the Samuel pick better too, you know, especially lower price. I like that better than Woods. Um. Now and then I had yeah my two guys to go back on the uh, on the Nick Foles Jaguars point. Um, I got DJ Chark catching the ball this week at sixty six hundred. Little I like little pricey. It. I little like pricey, it though. But yeah, I mean, like we said, this Tampa defense—they've been leaking oil in the back end all year. Um, Chark's been a big play waiting to happen. You know, didn't didn't do too much last week, but the first week with Foles, he had eight for one hundred four, two touchdowns. Um, so clearly, you know, he can perform well with either quarterback. Um, and like I said, I just, I love the matchup this week coming off kind of a down week. He's been one of the better receivers in the league this year. I think he's definitely due for a big player too. Um, this has DJ Chark written all over it. I could easily see over a hundred yards and, and more than one score in this game too. So I think he's worth paying up a little bit for too. Um, it's not even, I mean, it's a little higher. It's higher than, you know, some, the guys that you named, but it's not, it's not crazy high at all. So you can definitely, you should be able to afford this. Um, and then my other guy going up against my team, um, Devontae Parker, who has slowly emerged as also one of the better receivers in the league this year, shockingly, um, really kind of changed his outlook when, when Tannehill got in there as, as opposed to Rosen, um, four touchdowns on the air. So not great in the touchdown department. Um, but gets double-digit targets virtually every week. I know Tino is a big favorite of Devontae Parker. Had him last week, um, six catches, 91 yards, 15 fantasy points. So definitely a solid week. Um, had seven for 135 the week before. Um, and, and the Eagles' past events, well, certainly, you know, they've been a lot better. Um, you know, and I'll be the first to say it. You know, they've been carrying the team in the last month. They've been outstanding. Um, they've been healthy. Jalen Mills getting back from injury really, really changed a lot. 
of what this defense can do. Um, and even last week, you know, I thought they were – I thought last week was the week that, you know, they would start to kind of get exposed a little bit more with, with Wilson and, and Metcalf and Lockett and all those weapons. Um, but they really held their own. Um, I mean, they got burned on the one big touchdown on the, on the trick play. But uh, other than that, I mean, there were a couple times that Metcalf got behind the defense, but Wilson wasn't able to connect with them. You know, the, the weather was kind of bad. It wasn't a great day to throw the ball deep. Um, but for the most part, they really held their own. But I think going on the road um, down in, a, in an environment where the weather won't be as good, Fitzpatrick has actually played well against them before. Um, he beat them last year in Florida when he was the Bucks quarterback. He threw for like over 400 yards. So uh, I'm not saying the Eagles are going to lose this game, God forbid. But uh, I do think that, you know, I mean, Parker kind of being the only receiving option left there. Um, he's clearly Tannehill's number one target. Um, and they're going to throw the ball a lot. I would like him to, uh, to definitely put up big numbers again this week. Yeah, so I like all those picks. Uh, the DJ Chark one I like, especially especially if you stack it with, uh, with what's his name, Nick Foles. I mean, yeah. those two could be a dangerous um, – a dangerous pairing this week for sure yeah it could be definitely dangerous this week going into a game where it could be very high scoring uh which is kind of oh yeah i love i love the high scoring games between the bad teams it's actually it's like, it's like the best part of, of the nfl yeah i mean i feel like this game should be on thanksgiving night honestly the, the bucks are constantly like the most entertaining team in the nfl i don't know why they're not good they score a ton you got Jameis, you know running around back there throwing for over 300 yards and turning the easy walking turnover way that they're just entertaining, man. They don't yeah. win games, but they're, they're a really entertaining team to watch. Especially when they go up against those other teams in the NFC South. I mean, right. they're, they're, they're yeah. very exciting. Yeah, exactly. And this is just, you know, NFC South versus AFC South, two teams that don't play any defense and love to throw the ball. I mean, this has got entertainment written all over it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so we're going to move on to uh tight end. So, I just want to do tight end and defense quickly just because I don't know how much time we got on this uh, free version of Zoom. Oh, that's right, yeah. So uh, I want to get to the caps mode first or after this. So tight end, um, who do you like this week? Tight end. Um, I got – it's actually – I forgot I went with this guy. Um, Gerald Everett. <laughs> After I just bashed the Rams, <laughs> um, I like the value, and why? Well, I, I mean, I don't know. They they've been so bad. The Cardinals are covering tight ends, especially, um, and I didn't like the the tight end pool at all. And you know, I named some pricier guys earlier, um, and Everett's been pretty good, I guess. Yeah, not really recently. Um, uh, who knows? This could be a breakout week for him. Forty six hundred, not too bad. I didn't really like any of the other options. I don't think that Ertz is worth paying for. Kelsey's probably worth paying for at 7,200 if you can squeeze him into your lineup. I think he'll go off against Oakland. Um, that's that's really all I got for tight ends. Yeah, I agree with you on his pick. I mean, the Cardinals have been awful this year against tight ends. Uh, but my guy, I'm going with uh, Greg Olson. He seems to have been doing, doing better this year. No foot injury like we talked about, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Um, Going up against the Redskins, we talked about them earlier. They stink. Expect them to have a decent game. So let's go to the defense. Uh, defense, defense, defense. Know what I like this week? Who you got? Know what I really like this week? Oh, I boy. really like – oh, speaking of which, sneaky play of the week last week, Bengals, just saying. Oh, that's right. They were, <laughs> they were solid. Well, they were. Mason Rudolph, brutal. 
little bit worse when when Duck Hodges stepped in there. Oh uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> but I'm going this week with. Are we going at the bottom of the barrel? Uh, the bottom of the barrel is is not great, but <laughs> man. I'm going to go with the Cardinals defense at 2,300. <laughs> <laughs> against those Rams, man. Going up against the Rams. Um, I don't hate it. The bottom three are the Dolphins, Giants, and Raiders. And after the Raiders showing last week, I do oh, yeah, not no, want to pick them. No, do not pick the Raiders. They're going to the, give up 40 like, points. Giants are going to give up 70 points after a Rodgers loss. Yeah. And Dolphins, I <laughs> don't even want well, to talk about I mean, them. yeah, who knows? So, uh, so clunker but i i don't think it'll happen but yeah it's a get right game for them yeah, it's uh, be. so i'm going to take the cardinals 2300 save your money pick the defense go after the big guys yeah no that's that's a decent pick um i think the browns are slightly intriguing at 2600 maybe um but maybe less so now that i think hodges is playing and he's definitely better than rudolph <laughs> um i don't know that's I, I said the Panthers and they're the you know most heavily priced defense and I do think they're gonna have a big game against you know against the Redskins. I think Haskins is ripe for at least two turnovers in that game, probably more. Um, but it's a lot to pay for for a defense. I think your call at the uh with the Cardinals is is probably a better move. Yeah, I just I I just can't go with uh I just can't pick the defenses that matter anymore because no. you're at that time of the year where they all suck, <laughs> you yeah, know, other than familiar. other than maybe the Patriots and the Ravens. I mean, even the Ravens haven't looked great in past weeks, but they Niners look great. are still good. But, yeah, no, I feel you. Yeah. It's not, it's not a big pool to choose from. So, anyways, that concludes for our Sunday slate of sneaky plays picks. Um, now we'll move on to the juicy stuff, the – Thanksgiving games, captain's modes. If I can just get there uh, real <laughs> quick, my computer is slow as can be. So what are we doing? We're going to pick a captain for each game. So what we're going to do is we're going to pick a captain and then we're going to pick two guys from each team to represent our lineup. Uh, well, we're not going to like make a lineup, but we're going to pick two guys to choose from each team. And then what we'll do is we'll do uh, a game pick for, okay. you know, for each game. Right, right, right. You know, just money line straight up, no spread, because I don't feel like looking those up. Yeah. Uh, we'll just do it. So for a captain, who do you have for this Bears-Lions game? That's where we'll start. We'll go in order. All right. Um, I like... This is gonna be a funny one. Bo Scarborough. Ooh, I was that's exactly who I had to. Wow, look at that. Right in sync, man. Yes. Yeah, eleven thousand. Um eleven thousand one hundred. Been running the rock really well. Shockingly, he's looked pretty good the last two weeks. Um, he's all they got back there in the backfield. The Bears have been pretty they their run defense has been very so so this year. Um, a lot of injuries there in the middle, so I think that's a good cap. Yeah, so I got Bo Scarborough also. Uh, it's been like <laughs> he's just one of those guys who's just gonna run the ball and be like, "Hey, whatever I get, I yeah, get." Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna be a workhorse. You know? So, and this game, I really don't like the kickers in. Uh, usually, as you know, I pick kickers, kickers as captains, but uh, 
neither of these kickers, Prater or Pernero, look good to me. So Definitely I'm also – Yeah, so I'm also riding with Bo Scarborough. All right, let's get it, Bo. Uh, so my two players from the Bears – I went with Taylor Gabriel last week in the Sunday showdown. It did not work. Mm. Uh, if I can pick two players from the Bears, I probably got to ride with Mitch. Uh, I need a quarterback in there, and I do not like the Lions' options of quarterbacks. So I'm going to pick Mitch. And then, man, <laughs> after that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's tough sled. You know what? I'm going to take that, and I'm going to take the Bears' defense. Huh. And slot them in as my two guys from right. from the Bears. And then my two guys from the Lions. <sighs> Man, this is not good. This game is just awful for Thanksgiving. Awful. All the games are not, not great. Yeah. Um, so my two guys from the Lions. I'm going to take Marvin Jones Jr. I feel like he's <laughs> bound to break out again. Yeah. And then I'm going to take – Man, there's just – I'm just scrolling through these things, and it's just scared, it's man. just nothing. Especially when Driscoll might not even play in this game, too. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Oh. Uh, so two guys I would take. So I already said Marvin Jones Jr. and man, let's just ride it, Danny Amendola. I don't even know what else. Yeah, to say. why not? Yeah, you know, we'll take um, Danny Amendola. All right. Well, my Bears. Uh, I agree. I like I like Mitch. I don't know why. Um, think he could have a decent day. Um, and I also, I am going to go with, um, Tariq Cohen. He's been a little better recently. A couple touchdowns the last few weeks, getting more touches, been more assertive with it. Detroit's been horrible against running backs this year. Um, one of the worst in the league. So, uh, I think Cohen has a decent week. Um, and then my Lions, I agree. I I like Marvin Jones. Um, I think he's the most trusted target there. Um, and like, you're right. I mean, the rest of the options are <laughs> yeah. There's nothing. It's tough. I guess Galladay. I guess I'll go with both the Lions receivers. All right. So that's our picks for the Bears Lions game. And the way a captain's mode works, uh, if you don't know, you pick one captain. They get 1.5 times the points. They're usually at a higher price, and then you get the normal price for everybody else in that. So it's kind of hard to choose from. That's why I always ride with the kicker, but I can't do it yeah. in this game. Yeah. And then quick game pick, Bears-Lions, who you got? Um, well, I did like the Lions if Driscoll is going to play, but if he's not, I'll go with the Bears. Yeah, I um, unfortunately have to pick the Bears because I need a win, and I can't <laughs> pick the Lions with not mm-hmm. without Jeff Driscoll. Right. So moving on, we got the second game of Thanksgiving. Uh, Buffalo Bills take on the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, captain's mode for me, so I'll start it off. And this, I am picking the kicker. The Cowboys kicker, that is, Brett Maher. Uh, he's going to be slotted in my lineup. Doing well this year. I mean, crappy on Sunday, but who wasn't? Uh, yeah. But he's going to be my option for a kicker, I mean, for a captain this week for this game. Interesting. Um, yeah, you do love your kickers. Um, I am going to go with Cole Beasley going up against his former team in Dallas. I think this is a good revenge game for Cole. It's been pretty good recently too. Six catches, 76 yards and a touchdown last week. Well, I'm going to, he's got some revenge set on his mind. So I will take Cole Beasley. 
and then we'll move on to the two picks. So two guys I really like on the Cowboys. One, my former Packer, Randall Cobb. He's been having a really good yeah, last man, few weeks. He's been coming on. Uh, I mean, he seems to – I wish he'd done this for – all those, I mean, he did do it for most of the years with the Packers, but just was hurt. The last few, it was just, yeah, he was just hurt nonstop. But I really like Randall Cobb. And <laughs> after that, whew. yeah, I mean, you could ride with Zeke, but that's going to cost you everything. Too much, yeah. I really like, uh, man, now I'm stuck. Randall Cobb, should we put Cooper Rush in there at QB? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> Cooper Rush. <laughs> so, What's he gonna do? That gets hurt. Hey, you never know. Yeah, we, we look like geniuses. If, I hope uh, so. He plays. Oh, I shouldn't miss injury. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't be a Mike Francesa. No. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I got Randall Cobb, and I'll put Gallup in there too because I just can't take it. I just can't take Zeke. I don't know why. Just, and I know he does really well on Thanksgiving, but. I just can't take him. Yeah. Uh, and then my two Bills, Brian with Josh Allen at QB. Really think this is a good matchup for him uh, this week going up against the Cowboys. And then guy you picked as your captain, but I'm going to ride with Cole Beasley in the non-captain spot for the Bills. All right. Well, yeah, we're on the same page with Beasley there. Um, I am also going to go with Cobb. I like that pick, and I'm going to go with Zeke. Um, Buffalo's run defenses, that's been kind of their one their one weakness this year um, defensively. So I think Zeke's going to have a big game on Sunday – or on Thursday, excuse me, not Sunday. Um, and then my two bills, I will also go with Josh Allen. He's been playing really well recently. Um, and you can, you can throw the ball on Dallas too if you get time. He looks like he's finding a much better rhythm than a groove. Um, I'll go with John Brown too. I'll go with I'll go with another receiver. Uh, it's been really really good this year too. He's gonna have over a thousand yards. Seems like he scores every single week. Um, love me some John Brown this year, so I'll go with him as well. Yeah, I do like that pick. I just feel I just Josh Allen. I feel like is too good to pass up this week. Yeah, we got, no, I, mean, I agree. He just doesn't seem like uh, he's been he's been on a groove. He's been really good the last few weeks. Yeah, he has. Uh, and then your pick, who you got? Um, sadly, I have the Cowboys. Um, like the Bills are, they're they're decent for sure, but I think that record is a little inflated. Um, they got to lose some games here down the stretch. I think Dallas rebounds after all the uh the controversy and crap that's been going on there with Jerry and everything this week. I am going to go with the Bills. Wow, an upset on Thanksgiving Day because well, the Cowboys are so good on Thanksgiving. I am going to take. The Buffalo Bills finally playing a decent team. It feels like too over the last few years. Yeah, like they haven't played anybody. I mean, last year they played Colt McCoy and the Redskins. Uh, yeah, so true. I don't, you know. Yeah, no, I feel you. So finally, a better team coming into Dallas. So I liked Bills this week. And then on to our last game of the day for Thanksgiving, we have the Saints and the Falcons captain's mode so for you captain who do you got let me pull this up my DraftKings is going all slow <laughs> all right so i'll start then yeah you go ahead first. <laughs> so i'm gonna ride it with the kicker again Another kicker. for the okay. saints 
Will Lutz. Riding with him in my like captain's mode. The, the, the Maher pick. Uh, I mean, you, I just got to ride with somebody, you know? And I just <laughs> I just ride I'm like Bill Wall when he rides the waves. Oh, no. I just no ride. More Bill references. <laughs> I just ride the kickers God, Bill Walton. when it comes to captain's mode. I swear something's wrong with that guy. Oh, he's just, I love listening to him. <laughs> Watch both games he broadcasted. I'll still, yeah. Oh, Bill Walton. But I'm going with the captain. Uh, as my captain, I'm going with Will Lutz, kicker for the New Orleans Saints. All right. Well, my captain, I am going to go with Latavius Murray. Um, quietly, really good season. Six touchdowns. Had another score last week. So pretty e- efficient with the yards per carry, too. Um, I think that this will be a different song from a couple weeks ago in terms of this game. I think the, the Saints will definitely score more points. Um, I think he'll get some red zone opportunities, and, and he should find the end zone. I think he's a uh, good price at that captain spot. Yeah, uh, I do like that. And then my two Saints. I'm going to take Latavius Murray. He's really taken over this season, and Kamara has done crap, and it's really made me mad in fantasy. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to take Latavius Murray in the sneak because I think he's he's I mean he's just taken over. I pretty much he's Mark Ingram, but a better runner. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's hurt Kamara, but so be it. So I'm going to take Latavius Murray, and I'm going to take Drew Brees at the quarterback position. Um, and by the way, there's no positions in this. I'm just saying quarterback. Right, right. Um, and then my two, my two uh, Falcons guys know what I might end up doing here is I might end up taking Matt Ryan also. And then some uh, two guys on, you know, that are just super low price because Matt Ryan's going to put up a ton of points. Yeah, I, I might even take the kicker for the Falcons. I mean, I don't, oh my I don't, god! I mean, this is what we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, uh, got to ride with somebody, man. Yeah, so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take Matt Ryan, and then I'm going to take Young Hoku, Northern New Jersey native, by the way, uh, the kicker for the Falcons for my two players for the Falcons. All right. Um. I'm going to go my two Saints. I think Drew Brees is a big week this week. Bounces back against the Falcons. Um, he's been really good the last couple games. I think that'll continue. Um, I'm also going to go with Jared Cook. Um, looks like he's been kind of rejuvenated since Brees got back in the lineup. Touchdown each of the last two weeks. Had 99 yards receiving last week, too. Falcons have been subpar against tight ends. Um, I think Jared Cook has another big game. Um, and then my two Falcons, I am also going to go with Matt Ryan. Um, like the matchup, he was pretty efficient against against New Orleans the first time around as well. Um, the other pick, uh, you know what, I'll join you on the kicker bandwagon. Why not? <laughs> there we go. Let's let's go with them. What the, what the hell's the dude's name? How do you pronounce it? Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo. Young Ho Koo, sign him up. I got him again. <laughs> <laughs> so... Your pick for this game? Um, I had the Saints win. Um, I, I don't think they'll lose twice to the Falcons in those games in Atlanta. I, I think that that uh, that Atlanta hot streak cooled off last week after the two game winning streak. <laughs> I'll go with the Saints. Yeah, I'm also gonna go with the Saints. I don't think it's hard to beat. You know, lightning can't strike twice in the same place, right? No, I don't think it happens here either. I think the Saints win. So, just before we end. Um, 
I want your pick for the Eagles Dolphins game. Oh, I'm going to look up the spread right now. Uh, nine or something. <laughs> up. Not even Why? double digits against the Dolphins. That's yeah, pitiful, man. Right. Oh, that is I'm bad. Surprised. I'm surprised it's that high, honestly. <laughs> it should be like three. <laughs> so the Eagles, nine and a half point favorites. Oh, nine uh, and a half now. Jeez. Who do you have, Morris? Oh, I got to pick the Eagles, man. I don't know why. Um, I can't remember an uglier two weeks of offensive football than what I've seen the last two weeks. You know, it's one thing against the Patriots. Like, all right, like, you know, they were so shorthanded. All the weapons hurt. O-line injuries. You know, you're playing against one of the best defenses in the league. I get it. You know, playing Seattle, it's a different story. That That is not the same Seattle defense like we talked about this year. They've not been very good, especially against the past. And just for them to look that awful and Carson Wentz to look that awful. I know he's working with, with backups all over the place. They're so beat up on offense with the skill position players and even the ones that they do have when they're healthy are not very good. But for, for them, for him to still look like that, I mean, so many inaccurate throws, just unsure of himself, all of his back foot. They have to be better. This has to be a get-right game. I refuse to believe they're just going to look like this for the rest of the year. If there's ever going to be a week, you know, again, where they where they put up big offensive numbers, it's going to be this week against Miami. So I think the Eagles. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick them. I don't feel all that confident doing it, but I think they'll cover. <laughs> uh, I'm also going to pick the Eagles. Get right game. Uh, I mean, you know how that works. Um, I just don't think they have any chance to lose to uh, Dolphins, and I think Carson Wentz has a big game. And then going on to my game, uh, Packers at the Giants. Hopefully I will be in attendance. Uh, Packers six-and-a-half-point favorites. Who you got there? Um, I'm going to go with the Packers also, um, even though I do like Saquon in this game. I think the Packers bounce back. Um, they have to. Think, uh, yeah. I mean, they bounced back pretty well the last time after they went out to to Cali and got their ass kicked. Um, I think they'll be better this week. I think the Giants are just. I mean, the Giants are awful. So I'll take the Packers to cover that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's this is the definition of get right game. Although the the, the Packers do struggle in MetLife, I will say, uh, specifically against the Giants. I don't yeah. know why, but they just do. Um, so I'm going to take the Packers as always, uh, never bet against my team. Unlike you, who seems to bet against their team every other week. I am realistic <laughs> when it comes to my team. I uh, <laughs> when for when they're going to fall apart to pieces. And uh, I am j- about to get screwed on this over under for <laughs> Auburn Richmond, as I have it at one forty three and a half, and it's at one forty two right now. Bad beat. <laughs> how much, how much time left? 30 seconds. Is it on ESPN that game? Uh, it's on ESPN. I'll hit the three. Oh, oh my God. In and out. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a live bad beat. Featuring. Oh. Oh, basketball season is in full swing. Oh, yes, it is. Again. Oh, did the basket. No. <laughs> oh, he hit it. There we go. There you go. And we That's hit a winner. Over. Cash it in. Well, that seems like the perfect way to end uh, this podcast. I hope you all have a great Thanksgiving. Enjoy the games. Enjoy some Seton Hall basketball starting tomorrow night. Um, And enjoy all the foods that you get to eat with family, friends, and your favorite team if they're playing. Uh, Anything from you, Morris? Well, go Eagles, I guess. 
Yeah, whoop de do. Um, yeah, now everybody enjoy Thanksgiving, enjoy the football, enjoy the food, family. Nothing like Thanksgiving football, um, and a lot of college basketball too. Tons of gambling action and sports to watch this weekend. College football, big rivalry, rivalry weekend as well. Um, so lots to do, lots to watch. Everybody, everybody enjoy themselves over the the great holiday weekend. Thanksgiving is personally my favorite holiday too, though too. So I can't wait. <laughs> well, until next week, everyone have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you for listening to this week's edition of the Sneaky Plays podcast presented by Juggermag.com, the home of the underdog. We want to remind you to visit Juggermag.com because it's the greatest site out there.